0: You're about to listen to episode 55 of Women Who Kill. This is Kai Choice, if you don't know that already. Uh, if you're liking the show so far, don't forget to stop by Apple Podcasts, formerly known as iTunes. Leave a rating, leave a review. It helps out a lot. It helps new people find the show. And if you want to support with your dollars, you can always stop by Patreon.com slash KaiChoice. That's patreo ncom com slash K-A-I-C-H-O-Y-C-E free stuff, access to bonus content, and the archives of the show. Now, I used to have the most 10 recent episodes on Apple Podcasts, and I've uh, changed that recently. Now you can get the most 20 recent episodes on Apple Podcasts. More for you, more free shit for you. The rest will always be in the archives. Our guest today, very funny comedian and writer, Jack Delosso. Hi! Hello. How are you? So you are uh, also the founder of the Bad Bitch Revolution Comedy Festival? Yes. I was able to throw
1: an amazing festival last year at the Creek in the Cave, and it just featured all of New York's and whoever was in town, <laughs> whoever got in and wanted to come. Um, God knows I couldn't fly them out, but everyone uh, who wanted to perform besides, um, you know, cis dudes... <laughs> Uh I'm sorry, but they weren't included. Uh, But I just wanted to make it a really fun, inclusive festival. Besides, cis dudes um, for everybody. (laughs) Oh yeah, no, it was so funny because they actually they had like an open mic upstairs, and they came down and I heard them talking to each other. They didn't know I threw it, and they were like, "What is this anyway? You think they'll give us stage time?" And one guy was like, "Nah, it's for girls only, man." He goes, "That's discrimination."
0: So stupid. I hate them. It's adorable. Oh
1: my god, it really is. But yeah, it was a really, it was a really fun experience. Yeah, it was, it was really fun. It was a whole week of, of shows.
0: So today we're gonna to be talking about uh, a woman known as uh, La Madrina.
1: Madrina. Uh,
0: her real name Sarah Aldretti. It's it's Aldrete if you're white. It's Aldretti if you're Italian. It's spelled like Aldretti like spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I believe she might be one of the youngest to be uh, sentenced for multiple slayings related yeah. to a cult How in Mexico. How old was Mexico. she?
1: Was she 24? 24. Yeah, this is yeah. crazy.
0: She was 24 and she was known as uh, one half of a, a pretty famous murderer couple. Now, we won't get too in depth. Uh, about her, the guy who she was involved with. There's some interesting stuff that, that we should cover. Well, he but was the he was like the,
1: the cult leader, right? Yeah.
0: Like, Adolfo Costanzo. Never trust an, an Adolf in any language.
1: Right. <laughs> in any language. You could throw an O on there, but he's still a piece of shit. He's a mass murderer, okay?
0: Yeah.
1: It's the curse of the Adolfs.
0: Sarah was born in September... 1964 September 6th to be specific right, how's your how are you in astrology depth? I was
1: literally just going to ask you the same question because I fail in the uh astrology department I uh-huh. have nothing in common with 90 percent of the people under 30 that I know because I don't follow that's astrology funny. Virgo it's Virgo okay oh, I don't know is that that's a bad one I know that people talk about Virgos all the time I don't
0: know let's see picking <laughs>
1: that up I have no idea to be honest
0: perseverance, even in chaotic situations, you have the ability to bring order with great organizational skills. Oh,
1: yeah, that's culty for sure.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah. Okay, so...
1: All right, so yeah, 39 serial killers are Virgos. That's a lot, it seems like. That's funny.
0: Yeah, they're all Virgos and Scorpios, I feel like.
1: Fuck, like this is why... This is why I don't date, because there is always a chance you're going to date someone who's born under the wrong moon and, you know, die in a mass grave, and I don't want that for myself.
0: So she was born in uh, Matamoros, uh, which is a border town uh, in Mexico, mm-hmm. uh, right on the border of Brownsville, Texas, a really popular place for students uh, to go, because, yeah. you know, they could walk across the border and do crazy shit and oh. then walk back.
1: Like Tijuana, like go get drugs, yeah. get, yeah, go mm-hmm. drink, get mezcal, eat a worm, yeah. kill, a, kill a prostitute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Right
1: there. I go right for so, it.
0: So she went to high school in Brownsville, was a good student. Teachers loved her. Everyone wanted her to go to real college. On Halloween in 1983, Which makes her uh, 19 years old. She got married. She got married to a guy from Brownsville who was 11 years older than her. So, you know, upstanding dude. 30 year old marrying a 19 year old. Total weirdo. Lasted five months. Five months later, they separated. And in 1985. That's when she got her resident alien status and uh, decided to go to Texas Southmost College. Two-year university. She was apparently on a work-study program, uh, trying to get that P.E. degree. (laughs) Also had two jobs.
1: Uh, Well, what's funny is a P.E. degree, do you remember, like... PE in elementary school, what we did—absolutely,
0: did. <laughs> like was, rolling tor- around torture. on torture <laughs>
1: scooters with, with like vests on, oh. like and playing like stupid things with like like cornhole. Like she had to study that <laughs>
0: uh, dodgeball,
1: right? I got my degree in in uh, Red Rover
0: In tetherball, <laughs> right? The hell, everyone knew a kid who like split their knuckles open playing tetherball, right? Because. <sighs> Yeah. What happened? Because once you, once you were winning, you just didn't want to stop.
1: I don't know. I don't have and that when kind you, of
0: drive. <laughs> used to, I used to beat like 10 people. You they'd were like. like they just be in line to lose. You know what you I mean? You were the killer. It was dope. I was you like a have, tetherball champion.
1: You should have hustled them Sh- for money. should have went to
0: college for it. You should have i used to play quarters though
1: you should have you should have gotten like a a minor you should have like majored in like you know gym sports and minored in Uh tetherballing yeah
0: so she also had two jobs right she she taught aerobics of Mm -hmm. course because that's what you do when you have that haircut and uh, also a secretary work
1: okay yeah like all the the, Uh those are just the jobs that were available for women at the time it was aerobics instructor Mm -hmm sports ball in a school teacher and and yeah. secretary that's it what else yeah. what else was there hairstylist maybe mm. yeah but looking at that hair she wasn't gonna get
0: that so... degree no you know what wasn't it cool for the late 80s
1: i don't even know yeah, i wouldn't know what cool was if it, slapped, <laughs> if it slapped me in the face
0: her marriage breaks up she moves back in with her parents uh and back in Mexico, and. Starts dating this guy named Gilberto Sosa, who is apparently big-time drug dealer associated with a family called the Hernandez family. I guess they're a big deal. Mm -hmm. And uh, July 30th, 1987, she gets cut off by some fuckface in a Mercedes, brand-new Mercedes. Uh, He's very apologetic, very flirtatious. And uh, he ends up being a Adolfo Constanzo. Oh, shit. They're Yeah, they're immediately drawn to each other. Uh, she finds it unusual that he does not try to have sex with her. And also, she has the same birthday as his mother. So he says.
1: Interesting. Yeah, he sounds like a big manipulator. Like, a lot of the guys oh, who I've met who... Uh, manipulated me a lot emotionally like really badly they all had this like pious kind of
0: couldn't stop telling you how much they love their mom
1: no no not even like that like they just (laughs) they i wish no they mostly all hated their moms that was a big um that was a big pattern but they would abstain from having sex for a really long time to show like i really like you like you're different you're special and all the meanwhile Uh they were just acting that way like like they're a good guy. So it it's now in your head that they're this good guy. So when they start doing fucked up shit and manipulating you, it's really easy for them to gaslight yeah. you, which of course I'm sure she was mm. at the time.
0: Gaslit, mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. Now it turns out that he arranged that first meeting. Oh, he seriously. he knew who she was.
1: Exactly. Before she knew who he
0: was. Yeah.
1: Motherfucker.
0: Because he was uh, he had gotten himself involved in, in the drug trade as well, but he kind of marketed himself as a psychic. Uh, uh, he basically wanted to be like Alistair Crowley. Okay. And so he would charge drug dealers money to perform ceremonies, uh, protection ceremonies, and he would read, read people's cards and shit. And He was just the, a fucking aloon. this guy. Yeah. But this guy who she was dating was his competition. So he was trying to use her to get closer to this guy mm. to figure out how to get rid of him. Gilberto Sosa. So... Yeah, they became friends. And... So, she, so once he... Once they became friends...
1: So he approached her on some friendship, have, right? And, and he wasn't trying to, like... Okay, I see. And then he was basically just manipulating her to get rid of the guy.
0: Yeah. He made uh, an anonymous phone call to Gilberto a couple weeks after they met and was like, uh, Gilberto, you don't know who I am, but your girlfriend's cheating on you.
1: (laughs) Oh my God, he's like snooking. Gilberto
0: confronts her. (laughs) Yeah. Gilberto fucking confronts her and she's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Then he's like, you're such a liar We're breaking up And they break up And then That's when Adolfo swoops in To save the day And was wow. like I totally saw this coming I saw it in the cards
1: He literally orchestrated I knew he was The whole break up with situation you. Wow
0: Yeah So That was when He kind of sealed the deal He was like Yeah we should totally have sex now <laughs>
1: The because time.
0: then he'll never stop trusting me. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Right, he had her. That's it. Because it was like she he set her up without her even realizing it and then mm-hmm. kind of saved the day. So he orchestrated a situation in which he would pick, pick up the damsel in distress. Wow, what yeah. a piece of shit.
0: Now he was also gay.
1: See, that doesn't surprise me at all. That doesn't surprise me at With all. With the haircut? <laughs> no, I just it's it's not even it's not even that. Like it's just like a lot of cult leaders, I feel like they're more in it for the power, yeah. so I feel like they would just basically fuck anybody, you know? Like True. they they yeah. want they want the followers. So, uh, someone as narcissistic as that, it doesn't surprise me that they're fucking everybody.
0: Right. Because he didn't use sex for intimacy. He used it for control. control.
1: Exactly. He's not using it yeah. for.
0: Yeah. So he, he took her under his wing and uh, got her really into witchcraft.
1: <laughs> he probably <laughs> like made magic. her feel like she was a witch.
0: Yeah. The Believers. Have you ever seen that movie?
1: Uh, No, I haven't. Is it about them?
0: It's, it's a movie from the 80s. Jimmy Smits is in it, I think. And I forget who else but it's about these organized crime figures who use witchcraft to protect themselves from the cops. They were so obsessed with that movie, um, they kind of based their entire
1: oh Oh, that came operation, out before- Oh, shit. It came
0: out bef- and nobody, before- And nobody, nobody noticed?
1: <laughs> he literally yeah. took it from a movie. What a piece of yeah, shit. Yeah,
0: he, he took it. Lazy. Wow. They would use the movie to recruit people into their cult. As soon as they met- uh, Keep in mind, Sarah's still in school, and her classmates noticed a change, and a lot of them didn't say anything about it until later when they were question- questioned by authorities. They were like, you know, now that, we mention- now that you mention it, uh, that summer, Sarah did start acting real weird. I mean, <laughs> uh, she started wearing a lot of black uh she started talking about witchcraft all the time <laughs>
1: like, it's 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 uh, freaking me out <laughs> because i know a lot of people who just got really into witchcraft and i'm like did they <laughs> join a cult
0: <laughs> a little zoom cult
1: oh my god
0: now Aldolfo, his mom and his grandma practiced santeria and uh some, something else uh another religion that's very close to santeria mm-hmm. but Much darker, and he grew up with his mom telling him that he was a chosen one, and that he was like born to lead people. Oh yeah, his neighbors were like, yeah. When he was a little kid, he would always leave dead animals on our doorsteps and shit. Like
1: she basically just created a sociopath. (laughs) Like she made a monster.
0: Yeah. So he had built this business, convincing organized crime figures that he was the guy to go to when uh, you needed protection from the law. And he was making a lot of money doing it, uh, which is crazy when you think about it, because uh, he was 20, 25. Wow. Who are these
1: right.
0: high ranking <laughs> crime syndicate figures who were like, yeah, I'm going to trust my entire empire to a 25 year old.
1: They must have been. Scared I don't understand. Of how, death, I mean, you know, <laughs> like if people are, get scared enough, if someone comes in with a possible solution or answer. They'll do anything, especially, like, if you look at it, it was probably a small price for them to pay. You know what I mean? He was banking, but for them, they're like, Mm -hmm. whatever, here's a little money. If At least maybe there's a chance this will protect us. They were at real risk of, like, dying a lot, I guess.
0: I know youth is glorified, but I feel like if there's one person who I want to be older, it's the leader of the cult that I join, you know? Right. You should have (laughs) some life life experience. experience. (laughs) Yeah. Some wi- Some real wisdom. I don't need a youthful yeah, cult you, leader.
1: You could uh, you could do a sacrifice, but can you cook an egg? He's probably never done his own laundry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he probably still took it over to his mom's house right. every weekend.:
1: <laughs> Mama <laughs> uh, Here's a rabbit sacrifice. Can you wash my whites?
0: <laughs> so uh, so yeah, he was big on torturing his enemies and uh and- eventually got into using human sacrifices even though uh, apparently neither of the religions that he was uh, supposedly a, a high priest of really called for human sacrifices ever like animal sacrifices are a big thing mm-hmm. but uh none of them were like yeah definitely and we so he he made that decision on his own
1: yeah that was uh him escalating into a ser- like a, a killer cuz i always noticed like Serial killers, they start with animals before they move on to humans.
0: hmm Yeah, he wanted to take over um, the Hernandez family. mm mm-hmm. uh, Basically, he had convinced them that he could make them bulletproof and invisible, and they were all running marijuana, which is hilarious, uh, but also very sad that so many people died for weed. It's Like, crazy. in terrible, terrible fucking ways. That's uh, nuts. That were, This is like, for marijuana? yeah this is for okay because in the 80s it was a big deal i'm gonna be honest (laughs) with
1: you like i appreciate weed so much more now now that i know people were literally Mm -hmm. sacrificed for Uh it you know what i mean like it's crazy like all the battle i mean look at all the people who are just in prison for no reason for weed like Mm -hmm. every day is a blessing with weed (laughs) that's how i feel yeah oh my god this is crazy so they were calling it what the voodoo killings right
0: yeah. That's what I'm yeah, what he had did was uh, he, had, he wanted to take over the Hernandez family. Mm-hmm. So coincidentally, his uh, sacrifices seemed to be working. Uh, they were not getting caught <laughs> for the runs they were doing after he blessed mm-hmm. them. Uh, so he decided to ask for 50 percent of he wanted a, a 50-50 cut of everything they got because he felt like the, the only reason they were still in business was because of him. Uh, they said no. Of course. So then uh, his, his, yeah, his guys uh, kidnapped some of their guys and sacrificed them. And uh, then I guess it kind of turned into a little bit of a, a war.
1: Not surprising.
0: He eventually decided that it wasn't enough to be kidnapping locals. It was his idea to kidnap a white guy. He mm-hmm. was like, we need to kidnap a white kid. Yep. That's when Mark Kilroy comes in. Mark Kilroy was a, a student, uh, a Brownsville student, college student, and he came over with some of his friends for, uh, I believe it was, it wasn't spring break,
1: was it? They were just partying, and uh, mm-hmm. they, it was all college kids, and they got, yeah, they, it was he, like the rich- A group of his frat <laughs> bro Yeah, it was the frat bro. It was like the rich kids, like the popular kid. He, the, I guess that's how you get your name in the papers.
0: So he came over with some of his friends and they they spent all night drinking and then they were walking back to a car to drive back to their hotel and they were paired up. Mark was paired up with someone and one of his other friends was paired up with someone else and the guy who Mark was paired up with broke off to go piss on a tree. And when he came back... Mark was gone, but he just assumed that he found his way back home because guys not. don't take care of each other. No, the way they don't. Girls take care of each other. Girls will be like, I hate this bitch, but where is she?
1: Right. See, that's toxic are like, masculinity. I'm sure he's fine. <laughs>
0: like,
1: <laughs> yeah. Toxic masculinity. Don't leave your dude by himself just to piss on a tree. Go pee together. It's not gay, okay?
0: <laughs> Unless you want it to be. <laughs> uh, so it turns out that Mark was kidnapped by one of Adolfo's guys. They took him back to their ranch. Uh, Rancho Santa Elena. Oh, yeah. Rancho Santa Elena, uh, 20 miles outside of uh, the town that Sarah grew up in. And it was kind of like their upgrade. You know, like they were running, uh, they were running their outfit out of, uh, I believe, a little, little apartment. And then they got too big. So oh, they wow. moved to a ranch, also probably to avoid.
1: It's avoid crazy the, that a cult can get a ranch, but I can't even rent a room in an apartment.
0: <laughs> well, you gotta, you gotta go to. Uh, you can bribe the authorities to get what you want.
1: <laughs> Perfect. That's what I need. All right. So
0: they, they took him there. He tried to escape. He almost escaped. They hacked him up with a machete, and dismembered him, and used his remains as a sort of a... They did some weird shit. Like, they put his brain in a kettle. They were, like, cook, boiling it with a turtle and some weird shit. Yeah,
1: there's, like, this these cauldrons, and they'd put the remains in and make, like, I guess, like, potions or whatever. But they saved everything. Like, they saved all these cauldrons because when they found the crime scenes, there yeah. was all the human remains and bones and stuff still there.
0: Yeah, they said it looked like a human slaughterhouse. Yeah.
1: Like, I, apparently, all the, the Palo Mayombe that was brought to the Caribbean during the slave trade. So that religion uh-huh. or whatever it was, those practices, they were brought, I don't know from where, it doesn't say, but that's mm-hmm. what this says here.
0: <laughs> yeah, and apparently torture, torture is a big thing in the religion, though I, I guess ideally it's not supposed to be people, but the sacrifices aren't supposed to uh, be humane. So, it's
1: just—it's so crazy. Like I—I I just like I know I, I'm not meant to wrap my head around it, but it's just crazy to think yeah. that there's anyone that believes that there's you know anything good that can come from torturing something like you know a, an animal or a person. Like I can't yeah. wrap my head around that. That's that's why cults are so crazy to me. Like the fact that they were able to convince all of these people to do something so inhumane and crazy like you're cooking people Mm -hmm. soup people hello
0: yeah (laughs) yeah and it was it was never said how many people were in the cult but it was uh it was enough people that uh, a couple dozen people were arrested at the end of it now as the day after mark disappeared people started looking for him because what adolfo had not anticipated was that when you kidnap a white person who is in college from the United States and they have money, mm-hmm. they're probably also going to have political connections. Yes. And it turns out Mark had um family in customs. Yeah, his his uncle. Yeah.
1: It's just really, it's really sad that no, like, no one cared about any of the other victims. And there was 13. Like, no one cared about any of the other ones yeah. until this one guy, like... Come
0: on, what was he, like, a B-plus student at best? (laughs) Well, they're (laughs) thinking there might have been more than that because uh, a a lot of people disappear and no one ever reports them missing because people are afraid of the police. Yeah, I believe the reason why Mark was kidnapped initially, the reason that Adolfo had given was that they were trying to transport uh, 800 kilos across the border, and Mark was supposed to be the big sacrifice that made that Mm -hmm. worth it. Or, or that kept them from getting caught, he was supposed to get a $300,000 cut for that, that delivery making it to its destination. Did it make
1: it there, or...?
0: Uh, apparently it did, but the day afterwards, a bunch of uh, the Hernandez family, several members of the Hernandez family were arrested before they could give him oh. his money.
1: Well, good.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so they flipped on him, and immediately cops went to the ranch looking for answers. Uh, So they actually did not go to the ranch looking for Mark Kilroy. They went to the ranch because these drug dealers Mm -hmm. who they had arrested told them that they could find more weed there. (laughs) Weed. So... They went there looking for drugs, and one of the guys who they caught was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, that's where we buried some guy." And they're like, "What guy?" So Ugh. he dug him up, and they're like, "Oh shit, this is that missing.
1: Oh my god, this is that missing guy." <laughs> how lucky did they get. Oh, I feel like cops only solve things mm-hmm. when they get lucky. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> it's true. Right? Only on TV do do cops use. intellect (laughs) and skill yeah to solve crimes there's no fucking Sherlock Holmes in real life looking
1: for weed (laughs) oh look it's a dead guy
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh uh-huh so they ended up finding uh at least 15 people there and I think it's it's hard to it's hard to know how many unidentified bodies were actually there because of what they did to them but they did find uh, at least 12, uh, 15 they were Jeez. able to identify. And it was, uh, most of them were, were rival drug dealers. I think one of them was Sarah, oh one of Sarah's God. exes.
1: Now that's what I call a toxic ex.
0: <laughs> so, so once that happened, oh yeah, they also found a, they found a whole bunch of oh, weed Oh, thank there,
1: God so. they got the, the big bust.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So at this point, they didn't have Adolfo or Sarah in custody. Okay, so as soon as all these bodies were discovered, this is when this becomes like a huge sensationalized case in the media because nothing like this had ever been seen before in the United States. Even though it didn't happen in the United States, it was relevant because it happened to a a U.S. citizen. Mm -hmm. And uh, satanic satanic
1: panic got real
0: big. Everyone was concerned that their kids were going to be murdered by cult members. The believers started flying off shelves. People heard that this was involved. This movie was involved. They had to see it. You couldn't find it in video stores. It was sold out. April 18th, 1989. Adolfo reads in his cards that he's been betrayed. I'm sure that's what
1: he did. I'm sure he didn't just turn on his TV.
0: (laughs) No, he read it in his cards. Yes. He's a psychic. <laughs> April 22nd, the ranch gets burned down. And then the cops head over to the ranch to throw ho- holy water on ashes. Because I guess, man, do they get paid extra I don't know. To do the whole thing work? is
1: very odd to me. As someone who does not believe in any of that stuff, it's just, wow. What a waste
0: of time. <laughs> April 24th. Two days later, two days after his, the ranch is uh, arsonized, um, is that a word? Arsonized? Arson? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. I don't
1: know. Arsoned? I burnt down, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> arsonized. I, I like I the like way arsonized sounds. A nice, so. uh, je ne sais quoi to it.
0: So, two days after that, uh, one of the cult members is arrested for something uh, unrelated. I believe. They're
1: just out here committing crime all willy-nilly, knowing it, that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Because they think they're invincible. So once he gets arrested, he sells everyone out. He's like, I'll tell you everything I know. And uh, this dude named Adolfo Costanzo is behind it. And he's killed a bunch of people. And I'll tell you where where he could find them. Uh, a few days after that, the police are going door to door Looking for a missing kid. Adolfo looks out the window and sees cops and is immediately like, oh yeah. shit, they're, they're here for me. Even though they weren't. The cops so he starts shooting a out second the window. Time?
1: Are you fucking serious?
0: Oh yeah. my God. <clears throat> And at that point, the cops are like, oh shit, someone's shooting at us. I guess this is a big deal. It turns into like a 45 minute standoff. Adolfo's shooting out of a window wow. with an Uzi. Uh, the, hundreds of cops end up surrounding the place. And as the cops are storming in, Adolfo tells one of his guys, he's like, you need to kill me. I'm not letting them take me. You need to kill me. He's setting cash on fire. He's throwing money out the window. And he's like, they'll never get my money. Too, they know? won't take me.
1: He was like, kill him too. Part- Dude, yeah. if I was his yeah. boyfriend, I'd be like, yeah. um, actually... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah like, I, I didn't know we were that we serious. We just met on Grindr. Um, like, I'm not... <laughs> right. I wouldn't I call like, you I'm my poly, boyfriend. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so apparently uh, he, he gives his machine gun to this guy and is like, kill us. And if you, if you look up pictures, you can see uh, there's actually photos of the crime scene of Adolfo in his boyfriend's arms in a closet. Open closet. Like
1: Ilian Gonzalez. Just,
0: uh, I'll say. I'll say the phrase. I'll say the phrase. Oh Riddled God. with bullets. Riddled. Riddled. He's wearing shorts. Like real short shorts.
1: Wow. Wait. Is this? They his, look like they were going to go this to the his beach. Boyfriend? He's wearing like
0: what? Do you, what do you call those slip-on shoes? Um,
1: cl- Yeah, that's his boyfriend. Well, I googled Mar- His name is Martin uh, Quintana, and I found this guy who's like hot.
0: Yeah.
1: Is this him though? I don't think it is.
0: I mean, he had, he had good taste. He, he seemed to well, pull like, decent. This guy looks my age, dudes. so Martin
1: Quintana would be, like, 60 now.
0: So the cops come in. They find uh, these two dead. They arrest the guy who killed them. They arrest Sarah because she's there even though she swears that she was being held against her she's will. She's
1: such a full of shit liar.
0: Oh, for sure. Now, multiple people have said that she was officially the high priestess. Adolfo called himself the godfather, the and he called yeah. her the godmother. Yeah, he taught her everything he knew, and she was present for every single execution that they did. It's
1: just so crazy. Like,
0: now, of course, she, she didn't tell the cops that. Why would she? She told the cops, once she was arrested, she told the police that she didn't know anything about any murders. The only, only time she knew that anyone had ever even been murdered was when she saw it on the news. Yeah,
1: so she's a lying bitch.
0: (laughs) But she was not a smart liar. A psychologist who, I I guess, Mm -hmm. uh, studied her? I don't know, studied her in person, maybe, or Mm -hmm. interviewed her, said that uh, they believed that she had a multiple personality disorder and that one of her personalities was the student and her other personality was this crazy fucking witch and then her other personality was uh i don't know what the third one was that sounds like uh, bullshit i don't know how much i yeah, believe that, that. Like, that uh, I, I believe she was good at compartmentalizing because she she kept all of her crime on on one side of the border and her normal life on the other side so of the border weird. so she probably got like really great at compartmentalizing when yeah, she Yeah but that's to.
1: like see that's also like compartmentalization is, also... is part of like it's a coping technique you have when you have like PTSD it's possible like I, I do view her as a victim because she was manipulated by someone who mm-hmm. brainwashed her into a cult. So And he also brainwashed her into believing she was a right. witch because she did not previously believe she was a witch until she met him. And then he convinced yeah. her, basically, just like his mom convinced him that he had powers, that she did. So to me, she is a victim, mm-hmm. even though she should take responsibility for the things she did. Like, in my mind, she's still... Like, she's a victim in this.
0: Now, the guy who killed Costanzo uh, said, when cops got there, he said to the cops, hey, don't worry, he won't be dead for long. <laughs> they were convinced that he would be resurrected, that he was, like, like Satan incarnate. He's
1: like, little Lucifer. Lil' Lucifer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a new show. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah apparently gave herself away when she accidentally divulged information about the cult's rituals that she wouldn't have known unless she actually took part in them. Ah. Uh, 14, so she's not smart. Yeah, 14 cult members. No, she's not smart. Now, they arrested 14, or they indicted 14 people uh, on all kinds of charges, murder, weapons, narcotics, conspiracy. The guy who killed Adolfo got 35 years for it.
1: That is so shitty. He killed a serial killer. That's like a good thing. Yeah. See, like in a movie, he wouldn't have went to jail. But in real life.
0: Oh, he would walk free immediately. (laughs) Yeah. A couple of the other cult members were convicted of murdering um, a drug dealer who they had kidnapped, I believe. They got 35 years each. Sarah was acquitted of Adolfo's murder. But was sentenced to six years for being associated with him.
1: So I thought she got like 15 years. Did I? So in 19,
0: so 1990, was when she was acquitted of uh, being involved with Constanzo's murder. But four years later, they were convicted of the murders that took place at the ranch. Oh. The bodies that they okay. found. So at that point, she was given 62 years. The two men who were closest to her, uh, I won't say their names because they aren't that important as far as this podcast Mm -hmm. is concerned, but they got 67 years each, which is interesting that they got more time than that. Now, she might get out before she's done most of that time. And if she does, then they can try her.
1: No, I read that she wrote a book.
0: If she ever gets out. She wrote a book.
1: Yeah, she wrote a book about the murders and stuff and and the cult, but I'm wondering if mm-hmm. she gets money from that.
0: You know, she might. Here, I believe it's not legal to profit right off of a crime that you're convicted of, but I don't know if uh if that it's probably not the same. <laughs> in well, Mexico. Mexico just
1: makes up its own rules. They're like, "Ah, the books are fine. Just throw oh, some holy she- water yeah. on them." <laughs>
0: They'll probably give her money as long as she gives them a cut. Yeah. She contends that she's been tortured in prison. I don't think she'll ever get out, but if she does get out, then she'll be open to being tried for Mark Kilroy's murder.
1: Okay, so she's never really getting out. Right. Even if she gets out, she's not getting out. She's going right back in. Mm Because they would would definitely...
0: They would probably extradite her to... The U.S. Back to Texas. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'd still rather be in an American uh... prison than...
0: Oh, for sure. They're like, "Here's your options. You can you can spend a year in a Mexican prison, or we can kill you now."
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> How are you gonna kill me? They're like kill gun, me now. knife, noose. <laughs> yeah,
0: but uh, uh, apparently this duo is a bit of a you know they're like a cult classic. A cult
1: classic,
0: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> there's probably people who who idolize them the way they idolize the uh you know natural born killers. No, that movie. I've, Never I I
1: feel like like I have a lot of conversations with people and they're like, you ever see this movie that everyone's seen? And I'm like, no. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh, well, it's, it's Woody Harrelson and Juliette mm-hmm. Lewis. They play these two people who go on like a killing spree for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. And... When I was in college, I knew so many white people who were like so obsessed with that like, movie. Uh,
1: what is with white and... people and like and like murder, crime, love? You know what I mean? Like love can't An- just be right. Like, like you can't just go get a fucking yeah. milkshake at the diner. You got to go on a on a double <laughs> murder. Like that's not normal.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, it's not true love unless you're committing homicides together. That's what
1: happens when you grow up getting everything you want. You kill people.
0: Yeah, it's true. So you need something to ground you. extra. There's, there's nothing exciting, nothing dangerous <laughs> when no one's ever told you no. So apparently there are still uh, multiple unsolved disappearances and murders between uh, 1987 and 1989 in Matamoros. Mm-hmm. And people believe that those murders were also related to this specific cult.
1: That would make sense. Yeah. I wonder where the bodies are.
0: That's the story of Sarah.
1: Ugh! Don't do us Italians like that. Sarah, is she a Sarah Algerini? Sarah, let's see.
0: No, nah, she is Mexican. Oh, she's
1: she's Mexican. She was born in oh. Mexico. See, like I can I can't mm-hmm. really tell the difference. Everyone thinks I'm Mexican because of Deloso. It sounds Mexican, but it's not. <laughs> All the names uh, sound the yeah, same. Yeah, well, her
0: middle name is Maria.
1: Constanzo. Yeah, see, Sarah see? Maria. <laughs> it's crazy. Everyone and Maria, same names
0: just all the cat Italians are all Maria's pretty much middle name Maria no
1: first name middle name either Maria or Marie which is just an augmented Maria so her book her book is actually you can you can buy it wait
0: pirate it though don't buy it it's on
1: Amazon because
0: we don't know who gets the money it's on Amazon
1: uh Sarah Aldretti and the serial killers of Devil Ranch and if you what's so insane is if you actually just google her name like Uh it comes up as author
0: (laughs) it's called me yeah because she is naturally dark
1: m-e-d-i-c-e-n me dicen i don't know how to say it la narco satanica
0: oh she wrote it in spanish
1: i bloomberg that okay (laughs) let's see um translate to english what are the i'm trying to see what the reviews say a good chronicle of how ignorance and abuse of State power combined to deceive and tell stories in a credible and real way that fear is in the hands of the police. That was a five-star. And then...
0: Does she try to paint herself as a victim in this book? I, and that she's just, like, spilling all the secrets of, of, this, uh, of this crazy cult that held her hostage that she had nothing to do with it? Or, or is she actually telling the truth? In
1: I don't... I'm not sure because it's saying here, it's, uh, this one says, It's good, but nothing new that the news hasn't said, Sarah... I think she's not telling the whole truth just said. Oh, this is translated from Spanish. What you know, mm-hmm. not everything, but this more or keeps me entertained. Carlos, I think his version, this one you believe. I don't know what that says, but I'm pretty um, sure they're saying they believe it. It gets five star, four stars. I mean, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I don't know how the book would be, but I think it would be interesting to read it. You know, I'm sure she paints herself like a victim. She's been in
0: jail since 1990.
1: She looks too much like a Karen to not paint herself like a victim. She
0: kind of morphed into a Karen. She
1: did. It was a slow morph.
0: She looked more like a Karina. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) uh... From a Karina to a Karen. Yeah, she was cute. And then, I don't know, I don't like this blonde hair. I want to know who's doing her hair blonde. But no, I'm talking about, like, she's, like, older in these photos. Sarah Aldretti horoscope, astrology. Oh, yeah, yeah. Age. Well,
0: she's, she's popular. She's popular in prison.
1: Because uh,
0: you know how, like, serial killers are at the top of the totem pole they? in prison. See, I didn't know right? that. I don't everyone, know. everyone wants to, like, date them and marry them. and what? Because. Why? Like, no one's going to protect you. No one's going to, pr- in prison? Don't you, you want to date, like, you, wanna, you want the craziest person in there to be on your side, right? I guess. So if you're known for being a, a serial killing cult leader, everyone probably wants to date you. She gets all kinds of marriage proposals and, uh, oh yeah, men in other prisons are really into her. Oh, I thought she we were just talking girls. I was mail. like, ooh.
1: <laughs> Is she toilet talking? Oh,
0: no, well that, that, oh, probably.
1: That's fun. She's getting it on yeah. in jail.
0: Or at least getting her hair did for free. I don't know
1: if you saw the picture. The picture I sent you, but you can see in the chat. I don't want to like touch it because last time I did, the whole Skype shut down. But there's yeah. a picture of them all together, and you can see her on the far right, and then he's in the middle. And if you look at the height difference, he was about five foot four.
0: Oh, that's yes. funny. And
1: I think my final thing I'm going to say is don't trust charming men under six foot or above six foot or Uh, anywhere in the uh, vicinity of any height
0: i have to i guess i have to stop being charming then because i'm short as fuck (laughs) you Uh, can't but you
1: can't be (laughs) charmed like charming people okay or women charming charming people are manipulative in my opinion i don't think that like Uh
0: um you don't think anyone is naturally charming you think that there's always uh no i'll your motive
1: i think that naturally charming people are natural manipulators i think that's <laughs> they go hand in hand i i think that regular uh-huh. normal human beings don't need or don't need to feel charming they'll just be regular you know what i mean they're not because uh-huh. they're not they don't have yeah. anything to gain from you they're just going to want to build a friendship and be regular but If you find someone who it seems larger than life and you feel like you know them before you already met them and they feel like they're, you know, the stars (laughs) align, that's manipulation and you shouldn't Uh trust people because you'll get sucked into a cult and start making people soup. And you don't want to do that Mm. because that's how you make toilet wine and get proposed to by men through toilets in prison.
0: Yeah, Don't trust people who can't stop talking about how polyamorous they are. Oh,
1: please, yeah, don't. It's so annoying. (laughs) Uh, I'm Polly. It's like, we get it. You fuck. Okay.
0: I'm jealous. <laughs> so, Jax, what do you have coming up that you might want people to check out? So,
1: I have a few things uh, I'm launching this month uh, now that I've got all this free time. I have a new Zoomcast coming out on May 16th. It's a Saturday. Okay.
0: Uh, Zoomcast? Is that like a podcast? A Zoom well, podcast? I'm,
1: that's what I'm calling it because I'm making that up right now because <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm calling it a Zoomcast. Uh, what it is, it's, no, it it, sounds it's good. called Boozy Brunch. And it's going to be uh, me and a few friends. We're going to get on a Zoom and uh, have a few little segments. We're going to shoot the shit. We're going to have hot goss, you know, drink all the tea, which is actually uh-huh. wine in a teacup. But that's what it, okay. is. <laughs> that's what it is. So we're going to have that. Um, that's going to be Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, also I have something called the Daily Mountdown coming out, and it's going to be, again, me and a pal, and we, we melt down, because we're all melting down every day, and we all need to release some steam sometimes. So, uh, those are the two projects I'm working on now.
0: Okay, and... Where can people find you if they want to find you online or social or whatnot? Well,
1: I live on social media now. That is, I've uploaded myself into the cloud. You can find me on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter at Jax Deloso. And that's D-E-L-L-O-S-S-O. JaxDeloso.com, okay. even though I have no dates right now. And Twitch at Funny Girl Jax.
0: Nice. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking with me.
1: I didn't think I'd be doing any serial killer research in my quarantine, so this was fun.
0: That was it. Episode 55. Hey, if you want to send me an email, if you have any suggestions of uh, who we should talk about on the pod, if you have suggestions of people you want to hear on the pod, I, I never say on the pod, but I'm gonna, I'm just going to start saying it. It sounds stupid. I'm going to keep saying it. Uh, let me know. Send me an email at wwkpodcastgmail.com if i've talked about you on the pod and uh, you don't agree with what i had to say then uh call in send me an email borrow a phone bribe a guard for their iphone shoot me an email let me let me know the truth or we could schedule we could schedule a skype call where you could tell your side of the story safely i mean safely for me anyway thanks again for listening